One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode seven of season one of Transformers Prime. It is Scrap Heap or Scrap Heap. It's it's one word. This episode so. was written by Marsha Griffin. And it was directed by Shant Nigogosian. You damn straight I Googled that. <laughs> uh, last time on Transformers Prime, Starscream tracked down and rescued the ancient Decepticon warrior Skysquake. Skysquake. Before leaving him to fight Optimus so then he could finish off Megatron, but he got caught by Laserbeak. And now Megatron isn't dead. Oh, and the kids <laughs> all got an F in science because of Ratchet. <laughs> and now we're, we're out in the snow and uh, Bulkhead and Bumblebee are... Looking for something. Yeah, and they find it. I mean, they, it, they they go around, they climb down some stuff and jump down a cliff, uh, but they find this large shape in the ice. Yep, so here we go. It's a pod, and we're going to get a new Transformer. Uh, well, anyway. But uh, back at base, it's a, it's a full moon, and uh, Ratchet's get Bulkhead hooked up to something to defrost him. About how, like, you know, you got to take this seriously if you get too cold, then. Yeah, and Optimus wants to know something. I have questions about the pod. And we cut over to the pod and something kind of breaks out of it. And it looks kind of like a bird or something, but we have a commercial break. And uh, Prime and RC are going to go back to check out the area that the Bulkhead and Bumblebee found this thing in. And Ratchet warns them again, like, okay, you got to keep your cores out of the blue zone on this gizmo that he gives them. Otherwise, it's not a question of if there's going to be, like, you know, trouble. It's when. Yeah, and apparently they're little Autobot insignias will turn blue when they're too cold and mm. they're chilly in case they can't tell that they're cold. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so they head off and then Bumblebee and Bulkhead just immediately arrive and they got the kids with them. And Miko's like, Hey, did you miss this doc bot? Ratchet's <laughs> like, uh, why aren't you in school? She's like, it's Saturday. I'm like, uh. <laughs> and Jack is kind of interested in going. And then RC's like, Hey, we're oh, going yeah, to the yard. Leave yet. Yeah. And he's like, okay, yeah, he's, have fun. See it. Gonna end. Yeah, forgot my coat. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and Raph really wants to go. But Optimus says, Oh, I can't take you, Raph. I'm sorry, but I'll tell you what. I'll bring you a snowball. Which he doesn't do. He doesn't do. And I was really hoping at some point somebody was going to, like, drop a boulder of snow on Raph, thinking (laughs) there's, like, an Autobot-sized snowball. Kind of like in uh, that episode in G1 where Spike rolls down the hill in the fucking thing. But, but yeah, because the whole thing is that Raph has never seen snow before. And, like, I always forget that. There's parts of the United States where it doesn't snow. Like, that's a legitimate thing. Yeah, in, in case you're new to the show, we're Canadian. So the kids decide they're going to play video games. They want to play with the Autobots, but Ratchet's having problems with the computers. Everything's going on the fritz. So he calls Bulkhead and Bumblebee over, and Raph goes to play, but Miko yoinks the controller away from him. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, like, he was all excited at first, but now uh, he's like, yeah, you know what, I got stuff to do. And, he's uh, a little moody. So now he's out going down the hallway playing Roll the Munson, I guess, because he's, like, pretending <laughs> he's exploring the Arctic. Or he's Antarctic, a 12-year-old kid. He's yeah. playing make-believe. But uh, then bolts just start falling out of the walls for no reason. He ends up finding a thing that looks pretty fucking adorable. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> Great big um, blue eyes. Yeah. And he uh, he just, just it's basically like a, a big round head with tiny little octopus legs, and he takes it on as a pet, and pl- he plays fetch with the bolt, and it eats yes. the bolt. 
<laughs> and like, die quick. He's like, don't eat that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but, uh, back with the other kids, we're playing pole position or whatever. I know it's not pole position, but whatever that arcade game was that had the two cars. I think it's an it overhead is pole view. position. Like, it was on the Atari. Honest, honestly, I remember less of the game and more of the cartoon. Oh, <laughs> I forgot all about that. Pole position. And then the power goes out. Yeah. And uh, Ratchet just pulls this fried circuit out of something on the floor and he's like all right something's fishy here <laughs> and he's got the little thing he's like oh check out what i got and the autobots freak the fuck out oh they lose it they're like trying to like climb the walls to get away from this thing and they're like kill it kill it kill it <laughs> bulk it especially <laughs> they call it a scraplet yeah and then scraplet. we see it's pov and it's got like predator vision basically it's 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 <laughs> yes. thermal vision but it's it's focused like it's thermal on robots and not heat if that makes sense yeah because the humans point Autobots out like it's show up and humans don't tiny little thing like what are you so scared of and bulkhead says that thing can do a lot of fucking damage and uh the thing sees the Autobots, and now all of a sudden it's all teeth and commercial break. And it charges them. They shoot at it. It's just mad chaos as it runs around. They can't hit it. And it jumps. It starts chewing its way up Bumblebee's leg, like eating the armor off him. Yes, it's like the, the fucking weasel on the rooster on Looney Tunes where it's like spinning around its leg. So they toss <laughs> it, and then uh, Raph comes in and just beats it to fucking death with a crowbar. Oh, just unmerciful with this crowbar. It's like, it's almost like he's just working out some aggression that's been building up here for a while. <laughs> he Oh, he's definitely got some anger issues he hasn't dealt with. He he's I bet there's a lot of clenched fists we're not seeing with Raph. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the Autobots in, basically fill them in. Hey, these are Scrapwits, and they love to eat metal, especially living metal. And mm. uh, Ratchet figures there's like a shit ton of them. And there was... Yeah, there's never just one of these damn things. <laughs> yeah. And this there was a scene where like... Bulkhead explains to Miko what these things do, and it's easy to dismiss it when, oh, it's just robots. But if you if you thought about it as like a, a, a parasite that did this to humans, it's horrific because mm. he talks about it. They eat you from the inside out. They go Because after, that's where the tastiest bits are. Exactly, they get in there the first and bit. then work their way out. Yeah. And he says, in the end, they'll eat out everything, even your optics. So imagine a parasite that eats you from the inside out and then goes for your eyeballs. That's fucked up. Oh, remember that? That's seriously uh, fucked up. What Megatron said about uh, Perceptor, that the Autobot quack tries something, smashes optics from the inside out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those lines. Every once in a while in Transformers, they say something that they can pass off because it's robots. But if you thought about it as a living sentient being, it's fucked up. Uh, yeah, the, so the Autobots go examine the pod and because uh, they figure that's where the thing must have come from, obviously. And Ratchet says, oh, this is an ancient scraplet trap that uh, probably landed here eons ago. But because it was in the Arctic, the things were frozen until now. Mm, they have a very, uh, actually, they freeze and go into stasis at a, surprisingly high temperature Pretty like much, anything yeah. sub-zero and uh raf still has the crowbar with him and now miko is carrying a monkey wrench it's <laughs> like okay so they all got weapons now i guess yeah and uh yeah ratchet says look there'll be thousands of these things and uh the tech problems we're having are definitely these things doing yeah and until these tech problems get solved we can't transport optimus and rc back and then we cut to Optimus and RC, and their little Autobot insignias start turning blue. Yep, and Autobot. 
Optimus is like, well, time to head home. And then he uh, radios in, requests the old evac, but nope, that's not going to happen today. Yeah, this is kind of weird in that Optimus is basically little more than a plot device in this episode. He does nothing. He just has to be saved. Pretty much, yeah. And and there's no Decepticons in this episode either. You're no. going to find that out. But, uh, but yeah, Ratchet hears Optimus's signal, but he can't reply back. And he's like, all right, we got to deal with these scraplets and... Uh, Bulkheads is like, I got a better idea. Let's just bug out and let them keep the fucking place. Let's just go. Yeah. Oh, this, yeah, this is when he tells her about how horrific it is when they eat you from the inside out. And the kids say, well, then how about we eat, we all split up one kid with one Autobot because yeah. they can't hurt us and we'll be your We're lookouts. We're metal, right? So. Yeah. So Jack is with Ratchet and then Miko, Bulkhead, and, and Raf Bumblebee. Uh, but we go to Bulkhead and... Uh, and Miko, and this this is kind of a cute scene. There, yes. he is absolutely terrified. They're walking through the hallways, and the power goes out for a moment, and he screams. Yes. She's like, "Did you just scream like a little girl?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> and then then an actual scraplet like scuttles by on the ro- uh, ceiling above in the pipes. Yeah, he starts panicking and uh, fires everywhere. She starts shooting at it, and a bunch yeah. of cables come down, and he starts freaking out even more. <laughs> more screams. And then Miko calms him down, and she's like, "It's just a." Cable. And he's like, oh, it's just a cable. He pulls on that. But then, like, hundreds of these things fall down around him. And then we go to Raph and Bumblebee, and they're walking through the hallways. They come upon, they come to a dead end that is, it's a giant grate that leads to a big fan. Yeah, and the grate's been chewed, so. Yeah. So the, the, must be in there. the fan's a dead end, though. Um, and then through the uh, a grill behind them, a ton, like hundreds of, um, of scraplets start pouring out of the uh, floor grate. Bumblebee shoots at them. I was hoping they would have to have a dramatic escape through the fan. Like, oh, is it going to chop Raph in half? Dun, oh, dun, dun. okay. But, yeah. Or like Bumblebee has to hold it so that Raph can get through. And then yeah, Bumblebee, yeah. yeah, that'd be kind of But cool. we don't really do any of that because we go back to Ratchet and Jack. And uh, Jack's, you know, Ratchet's working away at the microchips. He's got everything wired, but it's not working. He doesn't yeah, know Yeah, he says he's fixed everything, but the power still won't flow. I don't know what's wrong. And then Jack sees a shit ton of scraplets. Mm-hmm. And uh, they see Ratchet, like, through their little predator vision. And I guess they can fly now because they come flying at him in commercial break. So they swarm him. And it's, again, this is creepy stuff where they just, they, like, latch onto him. And he's got dozens of them all over. He's trying to knock them off. Jack tries to smack him off with a baseball bat, I think he's got. Yeah, or a lead pipe or something. Yeah, he's beating on them. And then Ratchet's like, Jack, use the fire extinguisher. This is so he does. and. It works. It, works. it kind of tem- it freezes them just enough that they fall off, and then they all fly away and kind of swarm up above. And just then, Bumblebee and Bulkhead walk in from what could have been fun action scenes to say, "Whew, glad we survived that." Yeah, but because they're all cut to pieces. But they yeah, are. Like I wanted, I wanted to them. see that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but another swarm of these things attacked them, and it's it's just chaos here. Now, like, even the kids are getting involved trying to oh, yeah. smack the things with the tools they're carrying, and it it. It ends on a sh- like a really disturbing shot where it's just it's kind of panning across and you see Bulkhead's hand kind of reach up into the you know one of those pained half grasps as uh, scraplets are chewing at him and mm. we cut to Optimus and RC. Yeah, they're back in Alaska or wherever this is. Oh, this is in the Arctic. But uh, well, definitely Arctic, yeah. But RC is starting to shut down and uh, Optimus is like, nope, no, you need to stay awake. And she's like, I have an idea. Let's play a game. This is good. Which one of them fucked up this time? <laughs> yeah. Let's play that game. And Prime's like, come on. It's just as likely to be a malfunction. And then she's like, yeah, like 
probably bulkheads malfunction because he tripped over an extension cord. He 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 gives her a look. Hey, boy, yes, bulkhead. What does he say? The lines like he might be too. Big. Uh, he might be too large for this <laughs> yeah. world. Yeah. But he's got a huge inner strength, and and that's what we should judge him on. And he's got this. I feel that this episode, like Optimus, is kind of in the background for a lot of stuff. It feels like it's the driving force is RC Bulkhead, Bumblebee, and the kids. But it feels like every once in a while Optimus is going to drop a truth bomb on on us. And the one he says here is one should not be measured by size alone. He that's, says that's to it. the smallest Autobot. Exactly. Like, like exactly. you of all people should know. People, robots. He's standing up for Bulkhead and teaching RC a lesson at the same time. And that is the Optimus we know and love. Yeah, nobody ever questions you, even though you're as small as you are. So we go back to the missile silo, and the kids have scared off all the scraplets. <laughs> Jack's still gassing them with the fire extinguisher. Yeah. But. Uh, and they fly away, and Ratchet says, oh, by the way, those were just scouts. Uh, and they're telling the rest of them where we are. And you hear, like, well, it's it sounded like they were going to be bigger scraplets from the yeah. ju- you know deeper noises we heard. They just cut to a bunch of shots of different hallways, and you hear them off in the distance. But Raph says, uh, look, if we can get the space bridge working, we can use that. To send the scraplets to the Arctic. And uh, then Jack holds up the fire extinguisher and says, like, yeah, because they don't like cold. Like, that's not how a fire extinguisher works. I know. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Whatever. It's close enough. (laughs) Um, It is close enough. But um, there was a neat bit here where Ratchet, he's like, so what's wrong? And they just kind of pan his head and he's like, think, Ratchet, think, Ratchet, think. And I like that they acknowledge the smart guy just needs some time to put it all together. Yeah, just get away from things attacking him just so he can think for a second. Yeah, he says, oh, it, it must be a leak. If everything else works, like he works down the path, he's like, it has to be a leak and it would be somewhere here so the kids have to go and repair it. Yeah, the Autobots are too damaged to go there mm-hmm. so the, the kids are out instead and sure enough, it, it shows these kids walking by all these little creatures and yeah, they couldn't care less about them just walking right through them and they're like they're going the kids are going one way these go things are going the other way and mm. they don't even look at each other no and just before the kids get the pipe fixed which they do um it's uh we ratchet for a bit says like we're gonna however we get them the scraplets through ground bridge we're going to have to use some bait and so the kids get the thing fixed and then we go to optimus and rc and they're both pretty much dead yeah, and so the kids get back to the control room after they fix this thing, and uh, Ratchet activates the ground bridge and then immediately just falls on his face. Like, that was the last of his strength. And uh, Bulkhead yeah. sees the bridge open, and he's like, he just basically volunteers to be the bait. He's just, like, waving at these things, which all kind of followed the kids in here, too. It's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, and he's, like, hobbling his way through. He's pretty banged up. But he, uh, then in the Arctic, he... Um, uh, Optimus and, and uh, RC see the ground bridge open and they start, you know, hobbling their way to it. And Ratch, or um, Bulkhead jumps out and he's like, get down! Yes. And Optimus and, and RC don't, but the Scraplets just charge them. And before they can reach Optimus and RC, they all freeze in the air and hit the ground. Mm. It's just like that. Uh, there's a Farley Mowat book. I forget what it is. But one of the lines in that is, it's so cold that it, if you spit, it'll freeze before it hits the ground. But uh, in the end, the Autobots, they're all in med bay getting fixed up, and the kids are, like, monitoring them. I like that this episode acknowledges the kids have become an integral part. There's things they can do that the Autobots can't. Ratchet's basically talking them through diagnostics and repairs here. And uh, he says, hey, Optimus comes in. He's like, hey, Ratchet, maybe you should get some rest. And I forget how it comes up, but Ratchet, in the end, he's like, I guess we should just be thankful that today was a Saturday. (laughs) 
So the kids think they're immune to these things because they're not made of metal. Scraplets can't hurt them. That's what they say. Can't hurt them. Like, we just saw one of these things eat an inch-thick metal bolt in a second flat. It'll work just as well on your fingers, kids. Oh, they can hurt you. They just probably won't. It's like you can run a red light. You just shouldn't. And you probably won't. Unless you want to tag it. But it turns out the kids were right. These things couldn't care less about them. In fact, they're the least of the kids' worries, if you ask me. These things don't even attack them in self-defense when the kids start smacking them with tools and gassing them with fire extinguishers. But do you know what can hurt you kids? Swinging crowbars and monkey wrenches and lead pipes around trying to beat at these things that are running and jumping and flying all over the place. Like, two of those things were possible murder weapons in Clue for crying out loud. Like, they're not toys. Like, it wasn't Colonel Mustard with the revolver in the study. It was Miko with the wrench in the hall. And they're swinging the shit around all fancy crazy, like, right next to one another while the Autobots are thrashing around like mad because they're three giant robots having fits in here. Like, it's a miracle none of them were accidentally clobbered by their friend or flattened by an Autobot trying to... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show Prime. The next episode we're going to watch is Con Job. If you want to learn more about my organic corn company, you can find me on Twitter at John Cobb. You can also find Paul and oh, I at John Sobey and him at P. McPherson 1. I'm hilarious. Uh, he was up all night writing that one. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever you listen to us with. And uh, there's 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 some kind of a vegetable joke on that with the pod. pod. <laughs> peas, peas in a pod. There you go. I'll, I'll have it ready for next time. You can find old episodes of the Transformers Impickers podcast show at transformersimpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. I got a better idea. Let's just bug out and let them keep the fucking place. Let's just go.